you guys. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Sports Buzz Live podcast, episode number 61. Um, and I am jacked up right now. Denver Nuggets just beat the Jazz 135 to 125 in overtime. Play, uh, the playoffs have officially started in the NBA. Game one was ridiculous. And um, guys, I'm going to tell you something I never thought I'd say in a long time, especially in the NBA game, especially coming off the last overtime game these guys had. Uh, by the way, when double overtime um, was, I was fairly impressed with the officiating in this fucking game. I was fairly impressed. Um, I thought it was down the middle. I thought it was it was playoff it was playoff basketball. They let them play. Um, they weren't they weren't calling ticky tack fouls. Although there was a couple, obviously, but they're, they're, you're going to have that. Um, like I said, the speed of the game, you're going to have those ticky tacky, those weird fouls being called. Um, but it was it was um, it was. Uh, this is the only thing that's one of the big things that stood out, other than Donovan Mitchell's forty five or fifty seven point game, I believe. Let me pull it up here because I don't want to discredit the young man. Fifty seven points for Donovan Mitchell in forty three minutes played. Um, you guys know me. I think scoring comes a little bit easier. Obviously, one hundred thirty five, one hundred twenty five. Um, it is what it is. That's the game. It's the speed of the game. Um. But like I said plenty of times on this um, on this platform, into this mic, in your faces, the Denver Nuggets are going to be hard to beat in seven games. For reasons being, I mean, obviously they went up, they went up quickly. Uh, they led for all the first half. Coming in the third, they let the Jazz come back in. Went back and forth in the fourth quarter. Ended up tying the game. Um, did the Jazz. And um, Nuggets ended up winning overtime. Their abilities just, they can go. Mile high team. It's a mile high basketball. It's a Colorado team. So they're going to go, go, go until they can't go no more. Um, the issue is that they they do exactly what they did today and they let the Jazz get back into the game. Um, but there's still, it's seven game series. Um, you're getting... Uh, this is gonna be the series. This series, playoffs in general, could be probably some of the craziest. Probably one of the best you see because you have a whole lot of healthier teams, a whole lot more people available. People didn't you didn't have to go through this whole eighty-two game season um, like you normally would have. You got a watered down, shortened season to win a championship. You guys got buckled down into a bubble. Obviously, circumstances are way different than what a regular NBA season would have been. Um, you're all in a bubble, um, away from your families, trying to win the championship, trying to get paid. Um, it's very, very different. I think you're going to see a very different type of atmosphere. It is way different just watching this game. I was watching this game, and um, the crowd noise is just, is just different. I couldn't imagine how this game would have been in front of a crowd. In Mile High, their their lungs, Utah, Utah. I mean, so Utah is probably one of those exceptions. They're just a state over. Wait, is that the mountains? Yeah, mountains are this way. So to my right, if you guys are looking, if you guys aren't looking on uh, Spotify, wait. If you guys are watching, hold on. If you guys are watching me on YouTube, it's left. But if it's on Spotify, I'm pointing to my right. So just imagine me looking at you, and my right hand is up, and I'm. Anyways. So Salt Lake is one of those ones where like they they have altitude as well, so they're not like, um, they're not like 
really out of their element. They come here and play a couple times a year. Um, but let have, let's have you know the Clippers come here. Uh, Clippers, the Lakers, the you know just who else is in the playoffs? Um, I don't even remember. It doesn't even matter anymore. I'm just hyped up because of all this. This game's got me hyped up. If you guys can't tell, um, but man, imagine, imagine the scenes, the crowd would have seen, the crowd. I mean, it's, you know, it's different, man. We're in different times, and um, and but that shit was good game. Good game to start the playoffs. Everything else, if it doesn't live up to the hype, then it just. I'm sorry, I don't want to tell you, but amazing game. But like I said, the Nuggets are a complete team, so they can't have. They have to be a complete team to win these type of games. They have to have Jamal Murray, and, uh, Jokic involved, like they did. They also had Craig. They also had. Um, I'm worried forgetting his name. Um, Monte Morris, Grant, Craig, Paul Millsap, Michael Porter Jr. is breaking out. This is a good team with good depth. And, um, you know, I'm ranting about the Nuggets. That's my squad. Look at You see, that's my team. I'm talking through them right now. Nuggets. I'm going to face my hat forward so you guys can see it. Um, It's... This is a good team. When you take a look at the Jazz, yeah, Donovan Mitchell Mitchell put up 57 points. He put up 57 points. Rudy Gobert put 17. Ingles put 19. Other two starters, O'Neal and Morgan, three points each. You come off the bench, only one person scored in double digits. That was Jordan Clarkson. Go to the Nuggets bench. You had Grant and Morris coming off, 19 and 14 points. Whereas if you look at the starters, four out of the five starters, scored double digits. That's a big difference. This is a team. This is a team sport. Yeah. And I, you know, I was getting a little annoyed because I was listening to the commentators. And anytime Donovan Mitchell scored, I was like, oh, Donovan Mitchell scored to get out of Donovan Mitchell scored. Oh, and Jamal Murray just tied the game. It's, it's the same thing as last time. The type of disrespect we get as an organization, as a quote-unquote small market. I don't know what the fuck you call it. Um, even though our market, you know, Avalanche have won championships. Broncos have won championships. Rockies have been to the World Series. Even our lacrosse team wins. DU wins. Hockey. Although our college teams haven't been that good, but what's whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Rapids have won a championship. We're not a small market. They're going to have to put respect in our name, hopefully. There's only one game. Don't want to get too ahead of myself. Long game. Long series. Um, but I'm excited. This game got me excited. I, I I was really pleased with the game. You guys know I come in here, I talk shit about basketball. I tell you how ticky tacky it is, how easy it is to score. And um, but this was um, it was good. Officiated well, and I'm excited to see what else happens. I think Toronto's playing Brooklyn right now. They were up like ten to two, and then um, Clippers play the Mavs, and I think the Lakers play tonight too. Oh no, Philly and Boston. So four games straight up today. Start at eleven thirty my time. Basketball all day. Um, it's a good time to be a sports fan right now, kind of. Um, especially this last weekend, UFC two fifty two popped off, and um, Daniel Cormier and Stephen Miocic gave us a good one, man. Gave us a good one, a banger, as I like to say here. 
Um, it was, it smacked, as the kids would say. It was hype. It was lit, as the kids would say. Um, Daniel Cormier lost the decision to Stephen Miocic, where Stephen Miocic fought very well, as I thought he would. Um, by the way, Uncle Edgar got one fight right all fucking night, and it was that one. It was the only fight I got right. Um, but it's okay. That happens. MMA is beautiful that way. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how people are going to win. You don't know how you're going to lose. You don't know what you don't know what happens in that cage until that cage closes and you actually get in there and do it. Um, Daniel Cormier uh, lost to Stephen Miocic, which um, was his last fight ever, as of right now, how it stands. You know, you know how retirement works with anybody, really. Um, I don't know how many times uh, someone like Ken Shamrock retired. Um, Shawn Michaels have retired. Uh, Ric Flair. I don't know how many times Ric Flair has retired. Um, who else has retired and came back? Um, soccer players like Thierry Henry, David Beckham. A lot of people have retired and come back. So nowadays you hear retirement, I, you know, take it with a grain of salt, especially someone as competitive, Daniel Cormier. Um, but I think Cormier can actually, actually means it. Um, you guys had a great career. I mean, let me pull up here. I was so hyped. I wasn't even ready for what the hell happened. Uh, the Nuggets he went overtime and I just and Jamal Murray was just a beast, just a beast. I don't. I gotta talk. I'll. Th- I'm gonna have to talk about that later. I'll bring it up again after this. But Jamal Murray was a monster. The Blue Arrow, Blue Arrow. Um. So Daniel Carmen has beat a lot of good, you know, Hall of Famers as well. Where the hell is his damn? You serious right now? Oh, there it is. I skipped. Um, Daniel Cormier has beat the best of the best in the heavyweight division. Roy Nelson. Let me see. Hold on. Let me pull it up. So he's beaten heavyweight division. He also fought a 205 pounds as a champion there. So dual championship. Beat Alexander Gustafson, Anthony Johnson, Dan Henderson, Roy Nelson, Frank Mir, Josh Barnett, Antonio Silva, Jeff Munson. Those are some big names he's beaten. Tough, big dudes. Tough dudes. And he's probably even beat Josh Barnett and, and you know, Bigfoot Silva on while they were on roids and smoked them both. So Daniel Gormier would go down as one of the best ever. Um at hundred, you know, two hundred five pounds at heavyweight. Um one of the best combat sports ever. I think if I'm not mistaken, let me double check here. He's it he was Olympic. You didn't win any silver or anything, did he? Um bronze world championship, silver world championship. Um, gold Pan Ams, multiple times. Um, D1 individual, D1, let's see, uh, Big 12 National Championships, silver at the, um, so took second place at NCAAs, at the wrestling championships. That, that's not nationals, is it? But anyways, you can see where I'm going with this. Um, wasn't quite Henry, Henry Cejudo, uh, champ, champ, triple C champ, champ, uh, 125, 135 pounds and a gold medalist. <clears throat> but did he win that gold medal with the broken freaking neck like Kurt Angle? No, he did not. But Daniel Cormier, um, would go down as one of the best and he's a hell of an announcer as well. The voice of UFC four championship, uh, UFC four, 
video game that just came out as well. Um, has a lot going for him. Coaches high school, wrestling as well. Um, I'm sure he never like really completely steps away from the game. He's going to train. It's just one of those things where, you know, you do something for so long, you're just like, I can't just leave it. You know, I got stuff to do here still. So um, Daniel Cormier will go down as one of the best. But uh, we got to give props where props is due. Stipe Miocic right now is the best heavyweight ever. Best UFC heavyweight. I want to put that out there. Best UFC heavyweight. And you guys know me, UFC is the top of the top. So that also goes with being one of the best heavyweights ever. Um, I mean, I talk about who Daniel Cormier is beat. Look at Stipe B. Stipe has gone five rounds with Francis Ngannou. You guys know what kind of murderer Francis Ngannou is. You guys know what kind of puncher he is. Stipe Miocic ate all that like it was brunch and then said, okay, I'm going to beat you too. Went there, boxed with Francis Ngannou and beat him. He beat Junior DeSantos. He went into Brazil, beat Fabricio Verdum, knocked him out cold, took his championship and left. Took it back to the land. Back to his lady, mounted his lady, drinks a Budweiser's like Brock Lesnar. You remember that? I don't know if he drinks Bud. Dude, Stipe looks like he's like a bro, so I'm sure he drinks like. He drinks seltzers, bro. He drinks seltzers. I'm going to I'm gonna see if he does or not. But anyway, let's take a look. He's beat Daniel Cormier twice. Francis Ngannou, Junior DeSantos, Alistair Overeem, Fabricio Verdum, Andre Avlovsky. And by the way, Overeem, Verdum, Arlovsky, Mark Hunt, all finishes. These guys have all been at the top of the top of the heavyweight, you know, charts at one point. And Stephen Miocic knocked him out and finished him. Um, beat Gabriel Gonzaga, Roy Nelson. Um, so, you got to give him credit. I don't think I don't think people give him enough credit, um, especially Stephen Miocic. And that last fight, I think the last fight between him and Daniel Cormier solidified it. When he got his belt back, the adjustments he made in that fight on the fly to be there like this is what's going to win me the fight in the fourth round, taking a beating pretty much for the last two and a half, you know, first two and a half rounds, three rounds, and was like I'm making this adjustment. I'm getting my dub. I'm getting my belt back. I'm going back to the land, drink some seltzers. I don't know if we drink seltzers. We already established that. But you guys see where I'm going, what I'm, what I'm talking about here. He's the best of the best. Now, the reason why I sit there and say, well, best in the UFC and the best, you know, you know best ever, is because people will sit there and say, well, Fedor Emelianenko is probably the best heavyweight ever, maybe one of the best fighters ever. <coughs> and, um, Possibly, but I I will always say, and it was different times too, different times um, that he's fought in. He fought some tough dudes, Mark Coleman. He's fought Mark Coleman, Mark Hunt, Kevin Randleman, Crow Cop. Um, you saw him knock out Arlovsky. Um, and all these guys in their primes too. Very hard to very hard to kind of deny him that, but. I still don't think because he never fought in the UFC, I'm not going to give that to him. He never fought Frank Mir at his prime. 
Um, neither did Stipe. But we, we'll see where I'm going. They were they were fighting kind of around the same time. Never fought. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to sit there and be, especially with different rule sets. You're talking about pride rule sets. You boot. Um, different rounds. So it's just very, very different circumstances. But I'm still going to give it to Stipe as one of the best heavyweights ever. Better than Kane. Um, better than Frank Mir. Dos Santos, Verdum. I got to gotta give props props or due. Got to give props, Stipe. Miocic, the fireman from the land. Um, mad props. It was an amazing fight. It was a good fight. It was such a good fight. Um, and DC, I mean, DC, poor DC. Got to look at the, you guys watched the fight. DC took a, uh, kind of took a beating. Got knocked out towards the, knocked down, not knocked out, knocked out. But knocked down at the end of the second. Pretty good. Going in, going in the third round, he was like, did I get dropped? He didn't know what happened. He was all sixes and sevens, baby. Um, I've been saying that a lot. Baby. You know why? Drake came out with a new song, and Uncle Edgar's over here. Baby. After everything. Baby. <laughs> um, that's how um, the Cormier was after the fight with one eye closed. He was crying like Drake in that video. Um, I lost train of thought. I was thinking about Drake. <laughs> yeah. Cormier, yeah. Cormier um, was all sixes and sevens out of it. Didn't know what the hell happened. Ended up recovering. Um, because I think Steve took that third round off, but um, ended up picking it up again after the fact. Ended up eating a. Dude, ended up tearing his cornea or some shit like that. Um, ended up eating an eye poke that the ref didn't see. Mark Goddard didn't see. Very unfortunate, but he still fought, man. It just goes to the testament who. Daniel Cormier is. Daniel Cormier just took a whole finger to the to the to the uh, eyelid, and was like, "Dude, I can't see." Well, I'm gonna still have to go out here and bang. Um, just different, different stuff, different times, different everything, man. But I love the fights. Um, the co-main event, obviously, I was kind of right on the co-main event. I knew that going into the fight, you guys heard me talk about it. Tito Vera, Marlon Vera. In my opinion, one last six last six fights of uh you know last the last six fights he fought, um lost a controversial decision to Yatong Yadong I think you can remember the name De Yak Tong Tong, I'm gonna look it up because I sound racist right now and I did not mean to be. Um, let me take a look here back again. I am not gonna do this shit with y'all today. Uh, Marlon Vera. I know, okay, you know me. For some reason, I can't say names for whatever fucking reason. Um, Yadong. Sorry, Yadong. Um, Song Yadong. I wasn't that far off, but as I know I can see how it sounds racist, especially when you're not looking at me and you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Um, but yeah, is um, but Sean O'Malley, man. That fight... Um, there's not even a decision with elbows. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, Sean O'Malley ended up getting TKO'd in the fight, but yeah, something weird happened. It's happened to, um, you know, a lot of fighters. You've seen this before where their leg just kind of gave it. Henry Hisahudo, notoriously, they had the same thing happen to him in his fight against Demetrius Johnson. Ended up shaking it off and was like, I'm here. Ends up winning the championship. Um, but the hype train right now is derailed for Sean O'Malley as he ended up losing to Chito Vera by TKO. Whatever happened to his leg... Couldn't recover. Chito Vera took advantage of it. Took him down. 
Um, ended up going down on the ground, and Vera unleashed this freaking elbow, just cracked right in his head, right in his grill. I don't know if it rocked him or KO'd him. I don't know what happened. And ended up finishing the fight, and Herb Dean stepped in. I believe it was Herb Dean uh, stepped in and just called the fight pretty quickly. Um, but something did happen to Mal- O'Malley and his leg. That it came out today. They didn't break it, but it could be a tear or something. Because it looked like it was like in his shin, maybe um, like a shin area. It could be a tendon. It could be uh, a ligament of sorts. Um, but yeah, I can't speak on it. I've never. I don't know what the hell happened. But uh, somebody who can speak on it is um, <laughs> is Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo, man, he's a little baby troll. Not physically, like, but he's a. Like, uh, just a troll, man. He just goes out there. Eventually, there's, like, a picture of O'Malley. Like, when he fell down, he was kneeling. And then all of a sudden, uh, it's a meme. he made a meme that says, eventually, everyone bends the knee to Triple C. Triple C is funny, man. Cringy. Cringy dude. who do cringy champion. Um, it's what it is, man. It just happens. And I and I, I didn't want to sleep on him completely, especially Tito Vera, Chito Vera. Um but that elbow was kind of nasty. Pow. I don't even, can't even explain that. It was like when you got a bat and you hit like celery. Like that's what it sounded like. <laughs> Beat the brakes off of him. But I mean, you chat shit, you get banged. Wait. Yeah. Chat shit, get banged. Um, I think who's that? Jamie Vardy said that? Chat shit, chat shit, get banged. I mean, talk shit, you get buckled. Sean O'Malley got buckled. There goes your hype train. All this, that, all this, this, calling out other fighters. End up losing. That's on. That's your first loss. You got to eat that, bro. You got to eat that. Take a step back. And here's the thing about O'Malley. He's, he's got, he, I don't know if he, he didn't break his foot, but he did that in the one fight, and he ended up finishing the fight. So he's tough. Um, so he's tough, but something you just can't overcome. Didn't overcome this. But to overcome this, I'm sure we'll see. Was it not the last we heard of O'Malley? I'm sure he'll come back and fight again. We'll find out more in the next week or so what happened to him. Uh, how long is the layoff? And he's going to come back and he'll be right because he smokes weed and he'll be right. He's healthy. He smokes weed. He chills. He kicks it. Although he looks kind of stupid with that haircut now. He colored his hair the Ecuador or flag colors. And and uh, Chito kind of clapped back pretty funny. He goes, uh, what are you saying? What do you say? Fuck. He goes, my. He's like, I have thick skin. It's thicker than his mom or some shit like that. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. I LOL'd. I definitely LOL'd. Um, <laughs> but the card wasn't too bad, I believe. Let me look back because I'm so hyped. Oh, Junior DeSantos versus Jorzino Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck won by KO. Um, guy hits hard, man. And DeSantos doing, wasn't doing too bad either. Um, Daniel Pineda with the upset of the night over Herbert Burns. Daniel Pineda, 35 years old. And same thing. I think one, his last six, last six fights, um, two, the last two got overturned for whatever. Weed, I think. I don't remember what it was. Dude, Pineda came out here and won. Bang. And not to mention, Herbert Burns came in overweight and looked like shit. That hype train is gone too. But Pineda, man, 35 years old, coming in, a young man's sport, just banging, 
doing his damn thing, finished the fight. Um, so cool to watch, man. So cool to watch. Pineda's been around for a ma- for a long time. Well, you guys know what I'm gonna say. We'll see what happens. Time will tell. We'll see what's next with Pineda. Um, but it was cool to watch. It was cool to watch. It kind of reminded me of when uh, Dominic Cruz came back and fought. Um, what's his name? Tizuki. Takayama? Shit. This is going to piss me off, too. I got to see who he fought. Hold on. Um, Dude. What the hell is his name? Shizu Takayaga? Shit. Wasn't that long? Takaya Mizugaki. Wasn't that far off? God. Dude, what's wrong with me? Um, but um, it reminded me of that. I was in my basement, and I was just screaming, dude. I was like, dude, I couldn't believe it. I was so happy. And this is kind of the same feeling I had. Dominic Cruz had this you know, comeback fight against Mizugaki. And then the kind of same thing with Daniel Pineda. Come in, you write him off. First off, your opponent comes in overweight, like three and a half pounds away, which is a lot. Um, you get his purse. You probably get a bonus. Dude, that's over the moon, man. You just have a baby. Um, he's sitting pretty, man. I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe, man. Like, uh, like, what's his name? I smash. Chamativ? Chamativ, what's his name? I'm bad with names. I'm still hyped up for the Nuggets game. I smash, man. I smash him. And he, that's what he did. It was so cool to watch, man. I just don't, I can't describe it, players. I can't describe it. Um, Sean Dodson, the magician, lost to Valish Devalishville. Devalish Devalishville. Vili. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say it. We're gonna move on. Um The Vin Miller, uh that everyone chill out. I'm taking a sip of water. They didn't sponsor. They ain't taking a break. Uncle Edgar's not sponsored yet. Oh. Um. Vince Michelle versus Jim Miller. Vince Michelle brought it, man. He brought it like I didn't think he would. Beat Jim Miller on the ground too. Smothered him, beat him up. Um, got the got the dub. Um, T.J. Brown versus Danny Chavez. Danny Chavez, the junior, my same guy, fought a long time. Ends up getting the call to UFC and comes out and bangs. And does the damn thing. Um, ends up winning decision. TJ Brown's a tough dude too. Um, so look out for that, that dude. But that it was um other than that, man. All the other fights were okay. Chris Dowkis. Um, you guys remember his brother Dowkels fought Was it Allen, I believe? Something? Callen? Kyle, Kyle Allen or Allen? If you guys remember, I just I'm, I'm jacked up for the Nuggets game. Um, knocked out Parker Porter. Um, and then Kamaka versus Telly, Kelly. Whatever, man. Let's move on. Um, this week, though, one of my favorite fighters ever, ever, Frankie Edgar, um, will be fighting Pedro Munoz. Frankie the answer, Edgar. Put some respect on his name. Tom Rivers, New Jersey. TR. Um, he'll be fighting... Saturday? Saturday. Um, 
Sean Logan and Daniel Rodriguez will be fighting Sato. That's going to be a good fight. Um, so we'll talk about that later this week. Might be a baby podcast. Might be a regular podcast. Probably a regular podcast because they have um, NBA is in full swing with the playoffs. Um, baseball is going to be Avalanche in the full swing. I mean, of playoffs. I'm sorry, the NHL is in full swing of the playoffs. Um, so you probably see a, a full on out podcast episode number 62 of the Sports Post Live podcast. Um, want to talk about something really quick. That um, popped off this weekend. Barcelona <laughs> suffered a huge defeat. When was it? Can I say it right here? Eight to two on Friday. Eight to two on Friday to Bayern Munich. And I was watching the fight. I was watching the fight. <laughs> see where my head's at? Banging. I want to see banging. Um, I was watching the game as I was working, and it started off fast. Bayern Munich came out and scored. I think Thomas Mueller scored. And then uh, Barcelona scored an own goal. And then I think Lewandowski or somebody else scored right after that. I think Mueller scored again. Um, it was 2-1. I looked down. I looked up. It was 4-1. 4-1 going into halftime. I leave, I think. I ended up leaving or something come back. It's 8-2. And this is probably the biggest I've ever seen Barcelona get beat in the Champions League ever. Um. This was Champions League. This is something they they at least make it in the semis. They don't get knocked out in knockout stages, quarterfinals, or anything like that. And they got beat bad. Now, Thomas Mueller, a lot of these German guys aren't, you know, were, Thomas Mueller is part of that 7-2 to uh, team that beat uh, Brazil, that Germany team that beat Brazil 7-2. Seven, seven so Mueller's... I don't think Mueller gets the credit he deserves as one of the top guys in Europe. Um, Thomas Mueller, um, solid, solid player. And has been playing at a high level for a long time. That World Cup, was it 2014? No. Yes. Was it 14 or 10? 2010 is when he broke out. So that one was 2014. So he's been around for a minute and playing at a high level. Has a World Cup under his belt. Uh, World Cup Championship under his belt. I think he's won Championship, Champions League. Obviously won like eight uh, Bundesliga titles in a row. Um, but that, that, that right there, that eight to two, was is going to shift a lot of things. It's going to change a lot of things, and it has today already. Which looks like they fired coach, como se llama, Tate Setien. What's his name? Setien. Did you hear the Mexican just come out of me? Just like talking about Barcelona and the Mexican just came out of me. Como se llama ese wey? A ver, wey, como te llamas, wey? Nah, te corrieron? What's his name? Uh, geez, I can't. Well, anyway, Setien was just fired. Um, Kike Setien. Kike Setien was just fired and... That's what happens at top clubs like this. There's a high expectation. There's a high standard. There's a high bar there. You don't meet that standard. You get dipped. It just is what it is. And especially when you have someone like Lino Messi on your team who's still performing at a high level. Still performing very, very high level. Um, it, just, it just changes things. And it sounds like they are going, going to be um, appointing Ronald Koeman, the uh, manager for Barcelona. And Ronald Coleman has coached. Let me take a look at his credentials here. Because Ronald Coleman, 
is Dutch. I think he was last coaching the Dutch national team. Uh, let's take a look here. They changed it already? They didn't change his thing. Uh, let's take a look. Where is Wikipedia? Um, where is it at here? Teams manage. As of recently, it was the Netherlands. Um, Coach Everton before that, Southampton, Feyenoord, uh, Valencia, PSV, Benfica, Ajax, early 2000s. Uh, was assistant in Barcelona, played at Barcelona as well. So um, he, has, he has credentials. He's coached at a high, high level. Um, we'll see where this goes. It's This is just the beginning because I've also read earlier, this is, these are all just rumors. Nothing's been official um, that Luis Suarez has been contacted by Ajax to return back to the uh, squad where he originally started is Ajax. I think it's where he got his big move from. Uh, where is he from? Where is he? Uruguay. That's where he's from, Uruguay. Um, PSV, played a PSV, Ajax, those type of things. So. I don't think that's it, though. I think Messi, you'll definitely ultimately see Messi leave Barcelona. And that's a huge, huge, that's a huge, it's going to be, it's going to shift a lot of things. This wasn't quite like Ronaldo leaving Manchester United or leaving Real Madrid um, for Barcelona or for, I'm sorry, for uh, Juventus. It's not quite that. Ronaldo, but Ronaldo's, you know, Messi has been very loyal to Barcelona. They won a lot of championships there. Um, who knows? Maybe staying at Barcelona is what's keeping Messi at number two at the one of the best players ever. Um, it could be. I don't know. It could be that. Um, but I think when you look, once you need to look at a couple things. Man City's at the front runner. I want you to watch Manchester United because if something happens, if they end up changing coaches and they end up hiring someone like Mauricio Pochettino, um, someone along those lines, you could be looking for them to make a move, especially with their partnership with Adidas, make a move to Manchester United. I'm going out there, throwing it out there in a limb. You guys remember this. Uh, August 17, 2020, Uncle Edgar said this to 2021. Um, we'll see what happens. You never know, but I think you could see Messi leaving Barcelona. And I th- he's also said in the past that he would, if he's going to go anywhere, he's going to go back home. Um, we'll see. Back home to uh, Argentina. If he does end up going anywhere other than Barcelona. He said, he said that before, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> that's. Uh, we'll see. I'm going to monitor this. Of course I am. Um but over the weekend, Manchester United kind of dealt their own blow, losing the Europa League. And it was just bad. I'm not even going to talk about that. It was horrible. Coaching was bad. Playing was bad. Defending was horrible. Um, we got another penalty. That's the only reason we scored. We couldn't finish. Couldn't put it in the back of the net. Another goalkeeper came up to play against us. Um, but this time we couldn't put it. It was just lazy defending. The defending was just terrible. It was just bad. Passes out the back and... Ugh. Anyways, that's it, man. Um, I was going to talk about the NFL. Um, 
Joe McCoy, former Oklahoma Sooners. Looks like he tore his ACL, which is huge. Bad for the Cowboys. It just sucks in general. We see here someone tore the ACL. Um, old TD Tom is with his new club, new uh, new team. So is Cam Newton with his new team. Everyone's making a big deal of that this morning. Oh, my God. Look how they look in their jerseys. Uh, blah, blah. Come on, man. We he, he knows we're going to finish the season. Let's take it easy, right? Let's take it easy. Um, that's it. So I want to talk about. I want to talk about the fight, the amazing playoff game that I just watched. Um, God, that's it. It's gonna be a short podcast, but um, there's gonna be a whole lot more coming. A whole lot more coming, players. A whole lot more content coming to the Sports Plus Live YouTube channel. If you're not following, go and follow right now. Hit the subscribe button. You're gonna see me a whole lot on Sports Plus Live Instagram and Twitter. But you're gonna see me on M I. I don't know about M-R-A-K-A-C-O Instagram and Twitter. Mr. A-K-A-C-O Instagram and Twitter. And you're going to see me a whole lot on twitch.tv slash M-R-A-K-A-C-O. So go ahead and follow all those if you uh, haven't yet. Go ahead and hit the follow. Come say hi anywhere you see me. Um, and that's it. I want to pre- I appreciate you guys calling uh, calling in. Dude, what's wrong with me? I'm just hyped for that Nuggets game. I appreciate you guys tuning in and watching me. So go ahead and hit the like, subscribe, share, hit all the bells, all that. Let your mama, your auntie, your tia, your tío, your suegros, everyone know your novias. Soy soltero. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Stay up. Be safe. Go out and register to vote. Don't forget to vote. I'll see you guys. L-